Hello, welcome to Industry Reactions. Industry Reactions is a weekly briefing on industry events, changes, and future trends that impact your business. We're your hosts, Rick Honer and Jeff Martin from Kempoint. You can find Industry Reactions on YouTube, LinkedIn, and as a podcast. For those watching on YouTube, make sure to hit that subscribe button, ring that notification bell, and smash that like button. We plan on discussing issues that impact the global industry and help you uncover new opportunities. We hope this will provide market intelligence that will keep you ahead of changing conditions. The U.S. chemical industry is expected to recover in 2021, with industry revenues expected to grow about 8%, following an estimated 9% decline in 2020, according to a new Deloitte study. The industry's operating income is also likely to increase close to 17% in 2021, after an expected 14% decline this year. A survey found that 96% of chemical executives expect their industry to experience a recovery in 2021. This recovery is expected to be stronger for those chemical companies that focus on specialty products and solutions. Even as 2021 industry revenues will likely still be below 2019 levels by about 2%, this recovery in the broad U.S. economy in 2021, along with low inventories, could bode well for the industry's growth and profitability. Furthermore, China's rebound as the primary international growth market for many U.S. chemical companies could be another significant tailwind for the U.S. industry. There are already signs of a strong industrial demand uptick in China with significantly improved business expectations. Again, 64% of chemical executives surveyed in the Deloitte post-election poll indicated that advanced chemicals and materials for construction applications will likely drive most of the industry's growth in 2021. Yeah, it's really good to hear that uh, the industry's finally seeing some sort of comeback. There is a lot of uh, good news on the horizon, hopefully. All right, and further economic news, another leading indicator is that the U.S. rig count jumped by double digits as investor optimism over the coronavirus vaccine pushed crude prices above $50 a barrel on Thursday for the first time since March. Energy companies operate, operated 338 oil and natural gas rigs nationally, an increase of 15 from the previous week, according to Houston oil field services firm Baker Hughes. Yeah, you can see that there was a huge dip there at the end this past year and it keeps every week it seems like that adds a few more rigs come back online climb back we need it All right. new product introductions and company announcements a number of companies this past week declared force majeures uh, enios oxide and enios subsidiary has declared a force majeure on supplies ethylene oxide from its plant in germany it was extended to other parts of the site including the ethylene glycol plant. Customers have been allocated 50% of their contractual ethylene glycol volumes for December and January delivery. Additionally, BASF also declared a force majeure on supply of its N-butanol and N-butyl acrylate after hitting unspecified technical problems at its plant in Germany as well. That force majeure will remain in place until further notice from the executives. And that's gonna have a giant ripple effect. Those are some, um pretty widely used uh, raw materials across our industry. Right, and that and a lot of these, a lot of the economic reports are saying that inventories are extremely low all across Europe. So just kind of keeps uh, rippling across the, you're right. 
And another news, Univar announced the expansion of its distribution agreement with Solve Group's Novacare Coatings and Industrial Process Solutions business units for the distribution of coatings products in the United States and industrial products in the United States and Canada. Being the only national distributor for Solve in the coatings and industrial market, Univar will utilize its reach, technical expertise, and knowledge to broaden the presence of Solve products across the United States and Canada. Novacare Coatings Chemistries have a widespread utility in paints, adhesives, inks, waterborne, and architectural coatings. Great to hear one more product line there. Parkrail scales up European plant-based portfolio with a pea protein addition. So Cargill is expanding its European lineup of plant-based solutions to include pea protein varieties. And this is beyond an active market for these products in North America, Asia, and South America. Cargill's pea protein, which includes Radia Pure and Purus, are designed to meet the functional and sensory challenges in alternative emerging applications. Pea proteins can be combined with other plant-based proteins like wheat, rice, and potentially allowing for an allergen-free labeling while delivering complete protein profile. Interesting. Pea protein, you hear it about just about every week. Somebody's trying to expand and build there. That's right. All right. Um, and further news, Agilix and ExxonMobil have created a joint venture that will recover and sort waste plastic, the chemical recycling company said on Friday. The joint venture called Cyclix International will develop ways to aggregate and process, process waste plastics, preparing them for recycling. Under an agreement signed by the two companies, ExxonMobil will invest $8 million for a 25% stake in Cyclix, Agilix said. In return, ExxonMobil will get prioritized access to plastic waste for recycling projects that it is developing, Agilix said. ExxonMobil will also get access to Agilix's artificial intelligence platform. The two companies will work together to develop more technologies and techniques. And that's really good to see, you know, um, just about anywhere you can see some sort of sustainability and recycling uh, I'm in favor of. Yeah, the interesting thing, this is probably the second or third news item in the past several weeks of uh, plastic recycling from different companies. So that's, that's great news. Also, in more food ingredients news, Plant and Bean, a developer and manufacturer of plant-based food products, is set to open Europe's largest plant-based meat production facility in England. And there's another similar large-scale facility already planned for the U.S. next year and one for Asia in 2022. The factory comes amid a boom in plant-based demand, one of the fastest growing categories as we head into next year. That will provide the faux meat industry with the scale to narrow the price and quality gap with conventional meat products, according to the chief uh, executive officer from Plant and Bean. All right, so DuPont Nutrition and Biosciences has launched Power Fresh Special and Power Soft Cake 8010 in Japan. Its latest enzyme range for sweet baked goods. The line of DuPont Danisco enzymes offers industrial bakeries an outstanding anti-staling solution uh, that provides a unique texture, premium softness, and longer lasting freshness to cakes, breads, sweet rolls, and buns while maintaining their shape, the company asserts. The enzymes provide a long shelf life and higher resiliency while providing bakeries a solution that can be applied in various recipes with superior sugar tolerance without influencing the overall production process. 
I can tell you that shelf life is not a problem for sweets in our house. That stuff gets eaten as soon as the package is open. I, I was going to say that's a pretty sweet news source. But yeah, we have the same issue here in our house as well. Stuff, to, stuff doesn't stick around long here. No, and it's good timing. All the sweets. <laughs> yep. All right, now some uh, M&A highlights from this week. Uh, China is exploring a way to combine two of its biggest industrial chemical companies without running afoul of pledges it made to the U.S. in 2016 during the $43 billion takeover of C company Syngenta. The state-owned China National Chemical Corp, also known as ChemChina, may be placed under a new holding company altogether with Sinochem Group Company, according to people familiar with the matter. The new company would be overseen by the state-owned Asset Supervision and Administration Commission, or SASAC, the Chinese body that holds state enterprises. A combination would create the world's largest chemical conglomerate with the equivalent of more than $160 billion in annual revenue. It's quite the uh, conglomerate they're putting together there. Yeah, I'm not sure how that's supposed to help from keeping run afoul of pledges, make a giant, an even more giant, interesting move yeah it's like reverse psychology <laughs> it's it's too big to fail maybe that's, <laughs> that's all right huntsman corp announced its agreement to acquire gabriel performance products a north american specialty chemical manufacturer of specialty additives and epoxy curing agents for the coatings adhesives and sealants and composives and end markets from phones owned by audax private equity under terms of the agreement, Huntsman will pay $250 million subject to customary closing adjustments in an all-cash transaction funded from available liquidity. Gabriel had 2019 revenues of approximately $106 million with three manufacturing facility, facilities located in Ashtabula, Ohio, Harrison City, Pennsylvania, and Rock Hill, South Carolina. Last up, Arkema acquired the Colorado Photopolymer Solutions Company, which develops markets a range of formulated photopolymer resins offering energy curing technology, especially for use in 3D printing markets. Their uh, Colorado Photopolymer Solutions expertise in formulation, material design, will reportedly enable Arkema's Sartomer, maker of photocure resins and photo initiators, to further support its customers and partners. The acquisition will foster the development of customized formulated adhesives additive manufacturing offering to accelerate the design of turnkey products for the 3D market. Oh, that's cool. You know, I've heard, you know, when 3D printing started, that was a pretty big deal, but I haven't heard a lot of advancements in, in the, the field since then. So this is the first in a while. Yeah, it's interesting. All, all these additive manufacturing technologies, are, you're right, there's been a lot of hype for years. You just don't see a lot of uh, applications coming on market yet yeah not until i need to 3d print my furniture <laughs> yep all right so that's it for this week's edition of industry reactions we'll return next week with a fresh batch of industry reactions stay safe and stay sane happy holidays thanks <laughs>